Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Good House 1968. We're in the book of Genesis, Breesheath. And let me get my scriptures out and I'll begin to read and interpret. And it goes to say at Breesheath, or Genesis chapter 31, But then he heard what Laban's sons were saying, Yochav has taken away everything that our father once had. It's from what used to belong to our father that he has gotten so rich. <clears throat> he also saw that Laban regarded him differently than before. Good said to Yochav, Return to the land of your ancestors to your kinsmen. I will be with you. So Yochav sent for Rachel and Leah and had them come to the field where his flock was. He said to them, I see by the way your father looks that he feels differently toward me than before. But the God of my father has been with me. You know that I have served your father with all my strength and that your father has belittled me and he has changed my wages ten times. But God did not allow him to do me any damage. <clears throat> so we see here good protecting Yochav and his riches, which good would do for us if we're faithful and trustworthy to him. If he said the speckle will be your wages, then all the animals gave birth to speckle young. And if he said the streak will be your wages, then all animals gave birth to the streak young. This is how God has taken away your father's animals and given them to me. Once when the animals were mating, I had a dream. I looked up, and there in front of me, the male goats which mated with the females were streaked, speckled, and modded. Then in this dream, the angel of God said to me, Yochum and I replied, Here I am. He continued, Raise your eyes and look. All the male goats mating with the females are streaked, speckled, and modded. For I have seen everything Laban has been doing to you. I am the God of Beadel, where you anointed a standing stone with oil, where you vowed your vow to me. Now get up, get out of this land, and return to the land where you were born. Rachel and Leah answered him, We no longer have any inheritance with our father's possessions, and he considers us foreigners, since he has sold us. Moreover, he has consumed everything he received in exchange for us. Nevertheless, the wealth which God has taken away from our father has become ours and our children anyway. So whatever God has told you to do, do. Then Yochav got up, put his sons and wives on the camels, and carried off all his livestock along with all the riches he had accumulated. The livestock in his possession, which he had acquired in Padaram, to go to Yitzchak his father in the land of Canaan. Now Laban had gone to shear his sheep, so Rachel stole the household idols that belonged to her father. 
and Yokov outwitted Laban the Arame by not telling him of his intended flight. So he fled with everything he had. He departed, crossed the Euphrates River, and set out for the hill country of Gilad. Not until the third day was Laban told that Yokov had fled. Laban took his kinsmen with him and spent the next seven days pursuing Yochav, overtaking him in the hill country of Gilad. But God came to Laban the Arame in a dream that night and said to him, Be careful that you don't say anything to Yochav, either good or bad. So we can see here that God told Laban not to even say anything either good or bad. When Laban caught up with Yochav, Yochav had set up camp in the country. So Laban and his kinsmen set up camp in the hill country of Gilead. Laban said to Yochav, What do you mean by deceiving me and carrying off my daughters as if they were captives taken in war? Why did you flee in secret and deceive me, not tell me? I would have sent you off with joy and singing to the music of tamarines and lyres. You didn't even let me kiss my sons and daughters goodbye. What a stupid thing to do. I have it in my power to do you harm. But the God of your father spoke to me last night and said, Be careful that you don't say anything to Yochav, either good or bad. Granted that you had to leave because you longed so deeply for your father's house. But why did you steal my gods? Yochav answered Laban, because I was afraid, I said, suppose you take your daughters away from me by force. But if you find your God with someone, that person will not remain alive. So with our kinsmen to witness, if you spot anything that I have which belongs to you, take it back. Yochav did not know that Rachel had stolen them. Laban went into Yochav's tent, then into Leah's tent, and into the tent of the two slave girls, but he did not find them. He left Leah's tent and entered Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken the household gods, put them in the saddle of the camel, and was sitting on them. Laban felt all around the tent, but did not find them. She said to her father, Please don't don't be angry that I'm not getting up in your presence, because but it's the time of my period. So he searched, but he didn't find the household gods. Then Yochav became angry and started arguing with Laban. What have I done wrong, he demanded. What is my offense that you have come after me in hot pursuit? You have felt around in all my stuff, but what have you found of all your household goods? Put it here in front of my kinsmen and yours so that they can render judgment between the two of us. I have been with you for these 20 years. Your female sheep and goats haven't aborted their young, and I haven't eaten the male animals in your flocks. If one of your flock was destroyed by a wild animal, I didn't bring the carcass to you but bore the loss myself. You demanded that I compensate you for any animal stolen, whether by day or by night. Here's how it was for me during the day thirst consumed me, and at night the cold. My sleep fled from my eyes. These twenty years I've been in your house. 
I've served you fourteen years for your two daughters and six years for your flock. And you changed my wages ten times. If the God of my fathers, the God of Abraham, the one whom Yitzchak fears, had not been on my side by now, you would have certainly already sent me away with nothing. God has seen how distressed I've been and how hard I've worked. And last night he passed judgment in me, my favor. Laban answered Yochum, the daughters are mine, the children are mine, the flocks are mine, and everything you see is mine. But what can I do today about these daughters of mine or the children they have born? So now come, let's make a covenant, I and you, and let it stand as a testimony between me and you. Yochum took a stone and set it upright as a standing stone. Then Yochum said to his kinsmen, Gather some stones, and they took stones, made a pile of them, and ate there by the pile of stones. Laban called it Yagad Sahadan, Yagad Sahaduta, pile of witness in Aramaic. While Yochum called it Galad, pile of witness in Hebrew, Laban said, These piles witness between me and you today. This is why it is called Galad, and also Hamitzvah, the watchtower, because he said, May good watch heaven watch between me and you when we are apart from each other. If you cause pain to my daughters, or if you take wives in addition to my daughters, then even if no one is there with us, still God is witness between me and you. Laban also said to Yochav, Here is this pile, and here is this standing stone, which I have set up between me and you. May this pile be a witness, and may the standing stone be a witness, that I will not pass beyond this pile to you, and you will not pass beyond this pile, this standing stone to me, to cause harm. May the God of Abraham and also the God of Nacor, the God of their father, judge between us. But Yochav swore by the one his father, Yishchek, feared. Yochav offered a sacrifice on the mountain and invited his kinsmen to the meal. They ate the food and spent the whole night on the mountain. So this shows us how good took care of Yochav and how Laban did, didn't dare to, to raise a hand against him. Even though that may have been his intentions, especially seeing how his pagan gods were stolen from him and he no longer had riches because Yochav had worked for everything. And this shows us how good or God kept his promise to Abraham and Yochav. All right. That is my reading tonight, and now I'll go in the vocabulary.
Our first word is El Yasaf. It means gather. Our next word is Elitzer, God of help. Our next word is Elienai. Eliena. Well, that's the name of an Israelite. Elienai. Our next word is Eliam, God of the people. Our next word is Eliphaz, God of gold. Our next word is Eliphal, God of judgment. Our next word is Eliphale, who? God of his distinction. Our next word is Eliphalet, God of deliverance. Our next word is Elitasor, God of the rock. Our next word is Elitasarphan, God of treasure. Our next word is Elikal, Elikal, God of rejection. Our next word is Eliakim, God of raising. Our next word is Elishabah, wife of Aaron, or God of oath. Our next word is Elisha, son of of Javan. Our next word is Elisha, God of supplication. Our next word is Eliashib, God will restore. Our next word is Elishama, God of hearing. Our next word is Elisha, famous prophet. Our next word is Elisha Fowl, God of judgment. Our next word is Elake, these, those. Our next word is Alilali, Alilahi, excuse me, Alilahi. And that means woe. That is my reading for today. And the reason I'm going through the vocabulary is because you're going to need it when I start going through the official Hebrew Bible that's written in uh, Hebrew. All right. Let me say a prayer and I'll be leaving you. Good, I petition you that you strengthen the brothers and sisters up. Give them a mind to make their own decisions as to whether or not they want to serve you because you're good and righteous and clean, pure in love itself. Open up their hearts that they want to serve you. Direct their steps because it is not not up to man to direct his own footsteps. Guide them on the right path, the narrow road that leads to everlasting life and not letting them go to the broad and spacious road leading off to destruction. Have them to congregate here. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen.